tried to sell it to Canada for 10 cents and a dollar, and they just laughed at us. No, I'm just joking, folks. Second hour of the National Intel Report on the seventh day of December 2016. And I got Chris in Vegas. You know, during the top of the hour break, uh, Chris, I was thinking about this. You know, uh, Billy Clinton locked up the low-sulfur, high-quality coal out there out west. Uh, there's technology that has come light years uh, with coal scrubbing technology, and what they are is uh, electrostatic filters. They just run an electric charge through it, and it pulls out the particulate matter, and, and then they can bury the stuff. And people have said, oh, that's going to cause pollution. Well, do coal mines cause pollution? You know, whatever. But, you know, I, I, I look at this whole thing, them trying to game that system, and, and I, would, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall in Donald Trump's office when Al Gore showed up there yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, hey, <laughs> uh, that might have made up his mind of who he's going to elect for the EPA. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, John, that's a point that many people are not uh, cognizant and really educated on. And uh, First and foremost, before I get onto that, Nancy Pelosi's husband is, was one of the beneficent receivers of some of those lucrative contracts for building a lot of those large solar plants along with the Reed family cabal and other probably the Clintons and no telling who else on the list of the insider good old boy network and the in cahoots with the elites. Was he was he involved in the Solyndra deal? Well I know that Solyndra, let's see, yeah, keeping track of all the things they're involved in, there are so many, it's really difficult. But I know of multiple of these solar fields and these uh, deep water ground coupled so-called generating cogen plants were definitely contracts by Nancy Pelosi's husband. And so the other thing that I was going to tell you is that coal, you know, it is a marvelous product and it, it is natural. However, what people are not taught, and only very few insiders in the industry actually have primitive knowledge, is that entrained in the matrix of coal, there are incremental, perhaps microscopic amounts of mercury that it's virtually impossible to filter out. And so when you burn coal, a certain amount of that neurological damaging uh, emanations that where the red death the Mad Hatter and others in the mining industry came from was because of burning mercury as a consequence of burning coal. 
and that's why the neurotoxins and the dangers of uh, neuro damage in the areas where coal burning furnaces are built. Well, mercury, mercury, mercury is an element that's liquid. Uh, in a liquid state uh, at body temperature or room temperature, if you will. And uh, when coal burns, there is particulate matter that's given off, obviously. But doesn't that mercury pretty much attach itself to those particulate uh, matter uh, pieces of, you know, little stuff that you see coming out of the smokestacks? Doesn't it, doesn't it bind? It's not free-floating. Well, generally one would think so. However, what they're doing now is they're grinding it into micro-fine powder and they're putting it in emulsion and then drying it out and then they're spraying it into an injection system uh-huh. to get the maximum burning energy out they can possibly extract. Okay. Uh, along the lines of uh, what would be the proper analogy? Oh, I know. When grain ships... When, when, well, yeah, but we're talking about a solid here pretty much. But the only analogy I can think of is the particulate matter or the dust on grain mm-hmm. ships when they're offloading. A little spark, the whole damn oh, thing yeah. goes up. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Another thing that's probably incidentally on the same topic that we're talking about is when they refine and incinerate the, um, I think it's bauxite, to make aluminum. When they clean out the stacks of those aluminum smelters, that's where fluoride comes from. And of course, uh, to get rid of that, uh, it's 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 bad to bury it. So let's run it through filters. And the filter. And, and, the people, uh, and, 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 and I was just going to say, Chris, and the filters are called human beings. Yes, absolutely. It is so insidious, insane. You know, these people that come up with these cockamamie inventions uh, to claim they're going to benefit us when they're really benefiting their own selves. It's, it's just so insane and so self-serving, so diabolical, they should probably be locked away for being the insane maniacs that they truly are to keep the rest of us safe. Wow. You know, I mean, this this is never-ending. Um, the people that are out there, and especially have all these lobbying dollars to go to these politicians to craft stuff and then shove it on the American people. Uh, I think Donald Trump's uh, five-year moratorium, if you held a public office in Washington, D.C., get the hell out of Dodge and stay out of Dodge for at least five years is a good start. That is a good start. I, you know, He's got some really good ideas. I'm just concerned about some of the people that are embedding themselves in his center core of advisors that are truly dangerous to American values and likely uh, having other interests at heart from what I see. But thank you so much, John. You know, we're sharing the truth, waking people up and trying to give them the truth best we know it. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, uh, I, I've said this before, that uh, 2017 is going to be a hell of a lot brighter than the prior uh, eight years. Uh, I am I am most happy about that. Um and it's it's only going to get better. Uh, but here's here's the downside. The globalists, we've seen what they've tried to do here. Just, well, for example, wanting to start World War III with Russia. 
You know, I at mean, at least we don't have to listen to Hillary for four, <laughs> eight, four years. Oh my God! And 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 it looks like, and it and it and it really appears, Jill Stein drumming up all that money for voter recounts in these swing states. They're turning up more votes for Trump every time they turn a, a ballot box over and peek inside. There's more Trump votes in there than for Hillary. So Trump's numbers are continuing to go up over the election. Just testimony to the fraud in the so-called election process and the machines that supposedly register the votes are all obviously built to be corrupted from the very start. So, you know, at least we're getting a heads up and actual insight into what's really going on and the people are waking up a little bit. Well, and... and all right. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your call, Chris. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and maybe we can do away and we can cut off some of the avenues of which they have used. Um, you heard the stories about the servicemen overseas voting and those votes are never counted. Or, you know, this vote doesn't look right. But no, we've checked the system and uh, or early voting. I, well, what's the deal? I, I never quite understood with early voting. You know, if we got it in our heads, that part of our responsibility is, yes, voting, educated vote for the best candidate based on the Constitution is where we got to be, folks. But this is something that should be celebratory. This is something that it should be um, looked forward to. Oh, here comes another election. We get to replace the bad guys with good guys. You know, it's kind of like a national holiday of sorts. You know, don't they give you days off for President Day? Why don't we have days off for voting days? You know, forget the early voting, forget this, forget forget all that stuff. Let's just have a vote for a day or two. Take a national holiday. Review our choices. And then go to the ballot box and cast our ballot. That we get a receipt for, by the way. You know, the receipt. Mike in Tennessee. Hello, Mike. Greetings, John. Um, Something that came to mind is back in 1977, I was sitting in a study hall with a uh, retired chief petty officer as a study hall instructor, and he brought in these big reel-to-reel films that were real actual video uh, shot from World War II's Pearl Harbor event. And he said, guys, I don't want you to just watch these movies and fall asleep. I want you to watch them and see if you notice anything peculiar. Well, I watched the videos. And I I was actually awake at the time. And I said, I'm curious. How big were the cameras? How hard was it to set them up? And how in the hell did they get a camera out in the middle of the bay while the battle's going on? Did they load this 2,000-pound thing the size of a Volkswagen into a boat, paddle out there with four guys that it took to run it with a generator? No. They're already there. Prepositioned to film the drama as it unfolded. This was one of the teachers that I had in Kingsville, Texas, among many others, that taught critical thinking skills. And that, coupled with the fact that I actually took the time to apply myself from then on, I realized that, number one, we don't have fossil fuels. We have what's called abiotic oil. It's naturally occurring. It has nothing to do with dinosaurs or plants. 
It's called abiotic. So when I hear people refer to fossil fuels, right. I realize they didn't have a chief petty officer tweaking their critical thinking skills in the 10th grade. Um, and it's just to point out that how many people are sitting there with a coal-fired plant dropping pollution on them and complaining, but then they drink fluoride-laden water and they wonder what's the biggest threat to them. Well, and oh. and, and if, if you look at this scenario, Mike, um, and, and I'm of the renewal, the oil isn't just crushed Dino the dinosaur, you know, from 50 billion years ago. And he made this little black puddle, and we stick a little straw down in there to suck up that precious stuff. And, oh, my God, we're, we're running out of oil. No, we're not running out of oil. And, and what's fascinating to me about this is that, um, you know, we're to the point now that uh, we're using technologies such as fracking, which I am no fan of. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a wild-eyed, you know, tree-hugger kind of guy, but we've got oil. We've got, we've got tons of oil. We've got oil in Alaska, half of which we sell off to Japan. Well, we should stop doing that. They can buy their oil from Russia or Mexico or Venezuela or from wherever. But to use that oil for our consumption, if there's any excess, then we can sell that off. But we've we've got we've got wells up there that um, have been tapped, but they have been capped. We got more natural gas. They got to pump the stuff back into the earth rather than having large plumes of balls of fire shooting up in our atmosphere. They've got to physically pump the gas back down into the earth. We got more stuff up there than you can shake a stick at. And and I'm and I'm tired of being raked over the coals by somebody that's controlling something that comes out with its shortage stories or you know whatever the case may be. There has been bundles and oodles of cash made off of the profits of oil and what they've cracked into products. You know, don't tell me that you can't upgrade your facilities. Don't tell me you can't upgrade your cracking plants. Don't tell me we don't have enough oil. And please, for God's sakes, don't tell me I've got to pump chemicals in the earth to push oil back up. Please, stop it. John, I've got a little farm. I've got 80 acres, and 25 of it I grow organic hay on. And I can can pay a guy $1.50 a bale to cut rake and square bale. Or I can pay them seventeen fifty to cut rake and round bale. I can then, in turn, use that hay to feed my animals, and I can also sell that hay for about five dollars a square bale and about forty-five to fifty dollars a round bale, mm-hmm. and I can make money. How stupid would it be for me to let him cut rake and bale it, and then pay me ten cents a square bale or a dollar round bale, and then when I need hay, I have to buy it from him? That would be insane. Because it's my materials, I decide what I do with it. It's the same with the oil. The oil is the American people's resource. But yet international companies come in, they locate it, they drill, they pump it out, they export it, and then they sell it back to us, (laughs) coming back from another country at an international rate. How insane is that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is. You know, I, I don't know how straight of a shooter Donald Trump is going to be or how many toes he is willing to step on. But in my experience, there's been two sets of toes you didn't step on. Uh, that be of the bankers and that be of the oil people. Because both of them spelled trouble if you tried to trip them up. 
But this is exactly, we've got to rethink this. You know, and all the people are out there that are pushing for this or natural that, or as we were just talking earlier about uh, solar energy and, you know, the cost effectiveness of that and their uh, windmills and power generation and all these great ideas that just don't seem to produce what they proclaim. uh, Let us take control of our own stuff. Who does that belong to? Does it belong to BP? Does it belong to mobile? No, you're exactly right. They come over, they find the stuff, they drill it, they pump it out, and then they sell it. And we should be the beneficiaries of our own stuff. Now, we got to be careful here. We can't move into a fascistic state about this. But there's a better way than dealing with these multi, oh, these, these gigantic, hugely, enormously rich uh, oil companies, man. I, I mean, this this is... This has got to be a little bit more equitable because I'm tired of paying for energy through the nose. By the way, uh, Mike, you're in Tennessee. You, you got that wonderful dam down there, uh, the Tennessee Valley Authority that built that power generation thing. But have you noticed the cost of your electricity going up? Yeah, the hydroelectric dam that's uh, on the Tennessee River that's mm, barely there. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's that's an issue. I uh, I don't know what you I don't know what you meant by barely there. What what does that mean? Uh, structurally, it's an issue. Um, they've constantly got cracks in the base of that thing. Um, you know, anytime they have a tremor, they get real nervous about that dam. And I've got friends and relatives that live south of that dam. And of course. If if the thing gives way, well, they're going to be swimming real quick. Okay, okay, so who who is the direct beneficiary of the electricity that is generated by that dam? Who is corporation. it? Corporation. Okay. The, the corporation. Okay, the corporation that's making the profit, generating electricity off of stuff that they don't have to pay for. I don't know, is somebody upstream taking bottled water and pouring it into that river so it can, you know, go through the dam and through the power, uh, uh, you know, power generation system? No, but they have had profits for how many years now, and they can't seem to do the maintenance to maintain their own facility, such as that dam? Just think if we took back this country and we took our resources and we just fairly distributed them, you could literally go buy a gallon. It costs. Now, look. I'm more than happy to pay a guy to come out and locate the oil. I'm happy to pay a guy to drill the well. I'm happy to put you and me and our relatives and friends and family to work working in the refineries. And I'm happy to pay the cost of what it actually costs per gallon to put in my tank, which is about 15 cents a gallon. I'm happy to do that. Uh And then we can export the oil, and we can sell it. And then you and I and our family and everybody else listening to me and all across this country get a residual check for probably maybe 40 grand a year. Not such a bad way to live. Yeah, but you get okay. But but Mike, uh, careful. I've cautioned before. Be careful what you're asking for here, because who's going to run this this project, making sure that uh, all of what you said takes place? It'd be the government getting involved. The government getting involved with business, unless you want to nationalize all this stuff. Eh, not a free market incentive to do a good job, to do better than their competitor, to give you prices that are attractive. When was the last time you saw two competing electric companies wanting to deliver power to your door? No 
We've got to take the break. We'll be back in three. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Let's go back to the telephones. Andy in Texas. Hello, Andy. I'm sorry? Well, give me Tim. Oh, there you are. Okay, who am I talking to? Andy. Okay. Hey, no, I just wanted to uh, purvey that, you know, uh, throughout all these wars that we've been in, we've had footage of everything, you know, we got some pictures, a little bit of footage of World War One. we got a lot of good footage from World War Two, 
very, very dis, you know, disgruntled footage, you know, disturbed and whatnot. Vietnam, same thing. Korea, same thing. And on and on and on. Now we're here in the, uh, the days of ISIS, ISIL, Al Qaeda, whatever you want to call them. Now we have HD footage. Now, we, we, <laughs> I don't know where the hell that came from because we don't get no footage from, we say we're helping the Syrians get rid of ISIS. And, uh, and, and yet we have no footage of, of, uh, Syrians fighting ISIS, but we do have the footage of ISIS fighting Syria. Same thing in Libya when they killed Gaddafi. We came, we saw, he died. We have HD footage of that. Well, hey, uh, and, and, and probably, Andy, um, you know, Putin's probably has this recorded in 4D, for gosh sakes, or, you know, <laughs> the super high definition stuff. Yeah, but what, what's really sad is that these guys keep telling us this is our enemy, and yet they put this stuff on the screen in this HD, and there's no HD of anybody revolting against these guys. So either they got a very good, uh, and, and it's all good streamed uh, 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 pictures and whatnot. It's, it, so it's like they have a professional following them around. Mm, you, so mean, you mean, you mean, you mean, wait a minute, Andy, you mean an embed? Embedded exactly. reporters, yes. Exactly. Which I always took as they're in bed with them. Exactly. That's my point. We already know that we fund and, and, and arm and, and, and give them their marching orders and whatnot. But, I mean, this should be an obvious clue to everybody. I, I fell back on this, uh, you know, a few years ago when ISIS, Al-Qaeda became ISIS. Right. I, I looked back on that and I was like, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All of our, I mean, there's no HD footage of the, of the Iraqis whom we're supposed to be supporting fighting ISIS, but the there's HD footage of ISIS fighting Iraqis. So, I mean, that's a telltale sign of who we actually support here. Right. No, I no, I got gotcha. you. You know, an honest media would go a long way with opening up a lot of eyes, but uh, fortunately, that's why we're here. Andy, I thank, well, you. I thank you for your call, sir. Appreciate it. All right, sir. Let Appreciate me squeeze it. one more in here before the bottom of the hour. Uh, let me go to... Um, that was Andy in Texas. Let me go to Rob in Chicago. Hello, Rob. Hey, Mr. John. How are you doing? Good evening. Good. Um, I was going to mention, you were talking about uh, different ways of uh, Trump's getting into all this different technologies and things. I got an idea. When he kicks over a shoebox that's full with all the uh, repressed technologies, such as uh, Tesla, you know, Tesla's information, all that, that we can get, I don't know, free energy? I'm sorry, you know. Uh, I, I do think that we could restart things. Plus, you get into, um, he could really start the uh, country on a new industry and, and once we legalize hemp. And uh, you you could be able to you just... It, it, Mike Adams from Health Ranger, uh, he, he's a lab scientist. He's got tons and tons of information but that stuff would just it would just blow the the roof off of the ability to you you could manufacture so many different things from hemp well and you know you know uh, rob i was thinking today um you know how you can get a ticket from a cop because you got a burned out taillight Mm -hmm. why have the auto manufacturers never put in a system in your car they would tell you when a headlight was out, like if you were that dumb, you didn't notice. Oh, they used to have it, actually. Well, yeah, they, the yeah, yeah, used to have it. 
that when uh, your brake lights were not working, your turn signals weren't working. <laughs> yeah. And uh, isn't that funny that we have the revenuers out there? We have all this modern technology, uh, computers that make uh, a million decisions a second as to the efficiency of your car or some component or something, but yet not included in there is the ability to keep yourself away from Johnny Law with the revenueing tickets. I always, I always found that fascinating. Rob, hang on a second. I've got to take bottom of the hour break. Fred in Michigan. Gart? Is that Gart in Arkansas? Gary in Arkansas. Let your crazy little fingers do the walking over the keyboard again. Don't let me call this guy Gart when he comes up. <laughs> we'll be back in three, folks. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. With remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. 
Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Go ahead, Rob. We got interrupted there. Sure. Well, you know, I, I just, I look at things differently now because one of my, my third, my third youngest daughter is now in high school. She's studying engineering and stuff like that. And I look at it and I think, what, what, what did they do with, with just the, the essence of, Tesla, you know, energy and, and all of this, I, it, it, it would turn our world on its ear. And you know what? The, these, these people, the, and, and as far as I'm concerned, the FDA, the EPA should be held with, you know, the FDA should be held for crimes against, you know, prosecuted for crimes against humanity for everything that they've allowed and done along with the CDC. Mm-hmm. You go back to then you get somebody like Dr. Deagle and and all these other quality doctors, naturopaths involved, and you can literally wipe out the pharmaceutical industry. Well, and also if we had honest people within these agencies, when we ring the alarm bells, uh, that they react and take care of the problem. You know, the best the best health care there is is prevention. But we have been unable to prevent toxic crap from being ingested. I mean, get down the laundry list of it. You know, yeah, now oh, GMO, yeah. now GMO. Uh, well, uh, the federal government's stepping in on behalf of the, uh, you know, the people who are shoveling a bunch of money in their pockets that uh, we can't even have effective labeling laws against the genetically modified organism. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. It, yeah. And and at the heart of this is, yeah, I've got a business and I want to protect myself. I want to eliminate my competition. You know, people like Rockefeller, he hated competition. He hated competition because oh, yeah. he wanted to corner the markets and sell what he had at his own price. And he looked upon any competition not as not as a way to, you know, roll up your sleeves, let's make a better product or let's make it cheaper or whatever the case may be. No, I just want to dominate. So you have the fools that are opening up their pocketbooks and accepting money from these corporations to protect their businesses. You know, look what we've done with the patent office. 
How many of these patents have gone unprotected? How many have been stolen? You know, this is intellectual property. This is people's brain power, you know. But no, the the whole thing is screwed with because of this absolute love of money, but also hating competition. And by the way, the people they're selling the products to or the services, you and me, just put it out there. They'll pay for it. If they need it, they'll pay for it. That's the attitude. Well, we're... Right. Worse yet is you said they love they love money, the lust, the greed for money, but they they hate their fellow humans so much. That's what's sick. They're I mean, <laughs> whether they're Luciferian or just evil or whatever. Or just but ass hats, yeah. I, yeah. It, yeah, I, I just can't do that to my fellow you know, the people I work with. Can I run past them because I'm efficient and I've got more energy and I've got more, you know, better techniques? Absolutely. Well, then that's where you do it. Yeah. You don't you don't cut them off and and push them into a ditch on the way to work so you don't have any competition. I mean, that's what that's what the Rockefellers done, you know, and and they've literally killed off their competition. Well, and, and and just take a look at Rob. Take take a look at the uh, the products that are made that uh, they figure out what the shelf life is before it self destructs and turns into powder. It used to be those who built the better mousetrap and brought it to the public, the public figured out which the better mousetrap was, what was the better value, how much better did it work, and I'm euphemistically using mousetrap here, but uh, the point's being made that uh, through innovation and competition to bring the best product and service to market at the cheapest price and the best product, that's that's gone out the window. These guys sit around after looking at the bean counters and checking what they paid out on stock dividends and looking at the bottom line and they're going, okay, now how can we increase our profits here? Oh, okay, let's start making products that will self-destruct in three or four years. And then you're stuck with buying maybe what they call a durable good, like a vacuum cleaner or a washer or dryer or something, and and the retailers want to sell, sell you service contracts just in case it breaks down before you want it to. I, I'm, I'm looking at this whole thing and I'm going, damn it, damn it. Let my people go, man. Come on. Oh, I'm telling you, that's why, you know what, it's, we are living in the most exciting times and tenuous times. <laughs> and tenuous times. I mean, John, like we said yesterday, what did I say yesterday? Something's going to change, whether it's good or bad, and something's going to blow or it's going to go. And And that's, I mean, because the people, you know. Is lost, Rob. It, as long as we're around to pick up the pieces and rebuild it. This whole matrix has yes, been sir. built by men. It can be disassembled and reassembled. And something that looks a hell of a lot different and a lot better than already is. But the point here is you got to get rid of the old uh, to bring in the new. Yes. All right. I totally agree. All right, Rob. Thanks. Sure. I appreciate your call. Have a good night. All right, man. <sighs> do I have, uh, who do I have next here? Tim in Wyoming. Hello, Tim. Is it snowing up there yet? No, yeah. Well, yeah, it was snowing yesterday. It stopped today, but um, so far we're we're kind of... uh, I just wanted to know that that it wasn't 72 and you were running around up in Montana here on December 7th, uh, running around in shorts. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't victim to global warming. 
Well, you know, there are a lot of lunatics that will run around in shorts, even in the <laughs> yeah. in blizzard conditions. But I, I saw God, a guy I'm at the gro- I saw a guy at the grocery store yesterday. It was like thirty, thirty-five degrees out, and him being a, a righteous Texan, he's got his big old thick uh, down-filled parka on, and he's running around in sandals and shorts. <laughs> That's the way they do down here in Texas. Oh, I've seen that here too. Yeah, that's a that's. I mean, I, I don't live close enough to Jackson to see the the real loonies, but thank God. But, you you, uh, you you have them up in Jackson around Jackson Hole. Oh, Jackson for sure. I mean, that's basically California East, is what they call it. But um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the term I've heard. I mean, I, I, well, you remember God, remember I, me saying something about the better mouse traps? Why don't you lay a few out there and see if you can get rid of some of the West Coast rats? <laughs> oh boy, yeah, no kidding. I mean, I'm a I'm a transplant myself, but I I think. You know, I left California for the right reasons. I didn't leave to to bring California to Wyoming. I got you. Um, I wanted to mention you're talking about the uh, you know I was talking with Mike Rivero earlier about you know alternative drug therapies and your you know one of your last callers was talking about the uh, hemp you know hemp legalization and whatnot. Most states, I mean, I think it's all fifty states now actually have uh, legalized uh, CBD oil, which is a, which is a component of, of some, you know, it's not the, it's not the hallucinogen part of the marijuana, but right. they've legalized it for, for use. But uh, it's still, I mean, you know, legalizing is different than decriminalization. If they, if they legalize tomatoes, what are they going to say? You can only grow yellow tomatoes or blue tomatoes or square tomatoes in your yard, and everything else is illegal. Well, and and that and that marijuana derivative, by the way, uh, I have firsthand experience with that through uh, Tom Lacabera Stewart here. Uh, that he's got Lyme disease, and that marijuana extract is the only thing that gives the guy relief. Right, right. I've heard that. I've heard that. that you know, there's some. There's a. There was a seller of uh, of the CBD oil here in in my town. I'm not going to say where I live, but anyway, he decided to uh, he decided to branch into the other areas of the of the uh, you know the green tobacco business and. He doesn't want to have red flags going up because he sells one particular thing. So yeah. he wanted to make sure that the other was essentially undercover. I'm not saying he's doing something illegal. Oh, no, he's he's a, he's a, he, look, he's hedging his bets. He's diversifying. Right. Diversification is a good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been in business for you know several years, and he finds uh, he's found that one part of his business is extremely profitable versus the you know the original part of his business, which the FDA is trying to regulate. Basically out of existence. Mm-hmm. So, and they they've, they've got him they've got him under the gun to the point where he, I mean, it's almost it's almost as, as though he wants a federal firearms license and a and a uh, and an alcohol license at the same time. You know, because of the regulations they put him through. So, which it's ridiculous? Which should be handled, by the way. Um, for interstate commerce, that should be handled by Montana. And a good example of that is states that were being screwed with by the federal government. They said, fine, we'll just make our own firearms. We'll make our own ammunition for sale within our own state border. Bet, go fly right, a kite. Right. Yeah. Right. Actually, there are companies here. There's, there's. Uh, I think Buffalo Boar is one company that makes ammunition here in Wyoming. And there are, quite, there are some firearms manufacturers here in Wyoming as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, I haven't purchased any of their products, but... I've heard that they're uh, awesome quality. You know, I know they're 
you know, quite a few in Texas as well. And I think that uh, Wyoming being, you know, being as small as it is, I, I consider it still to be a republic of Wyoming, but I don't think that the state constitution actually says that. And, you know, here, but I mean, I, I need to look into that. I've been wanting to, you know, get involved in, you know, in a, in a sort of a peripheral way with the, with the government here in the state. And, and I don't mean, you know, I don't want to be an employee or something like that, but I mean, I want to know what's going on. I'm not a, you know, yeah, I that, the, that, that makes you, Tim, a citizen of Wyoming. Right, yeah, right, right. Congratulations. I mean, yeah, I don't think of myself. Yeah, thank you. I don't think it. Well, I, you know, you know, think that it took me took me years to realize. Even though I'd taken, as I say, taken oath to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I, you know, when I took that oath, I really wasn't thinking along the lines of will I be will I be asked to do illegal things according to the Constitution? And does the Constitution tell me? what my responsibilities and rights are, or is it the limitations of the government? It, we, it, we, have, we have the inherent rights, period. It's, right. That checklist right. was for the government, and that basically was the coloring book that mandated that they didn't color outside the lines. But right. since we've right. had technological advances and we've had this and we've had that and the founders never could have foreseen the business cycles of today and banking and all that other stuff well that all that stuff is out the window so we have new rules for you now the the old rules are the good rules yeah that's right that's right i mean as you say the old rules are the good rules what was the first rule of our i mean this is a rhetorical question but basically the first rule of our what was the first rule of our, of, you know, the founders of our country? It was the, it was to follow the laws of God first, and then, and then write laws according, you know, men's, you know, laws of men according to those laws and follow them at the same time. We don't want to, we don't want to be, uh, you know, they weren't telling, they weren't trying to tell everybody, oh, this is, you know, Benjamin Franklin says do this, so this is the way you should do it. And Benjamin Franklin wasn't, you know, wasn't in our government technically anyway, but what I'm saying is that, you know, today we, you know, if you have a phone and a pen as the, the exalted, oh, the, you know, the blessed former dictator of the, of our, of our union, if you will, um, as he said, I have a pen and a phone, I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the Ram Hussein talking. I, the law consists of two lines above my signature. Well, hey, and, just, and, and Tim, I'm all for Obama saying if he wants to get involved in politics again, he can get down and take uh, Fidel Castro's place. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Why not? He'd be, Why not? be right How about, how about he'd North be, Korea? Yeah. He'd, he'd be right there at home. Okay, Tim, i got to let you loose. Thanks. So long. Appreciate your call. Fred in Michigan. Hello, Fred. Hey there, John. Hey. Uh, thanks for maintaining uh, David Merlin's PSA on Section 83. Uh, I, uh, Whenever I'm out and about, I direct people uh, to RBN uh, initially for that. And because uh, Section 83, man, uh, that, that says volumes right there. It's a... It's, uh, it's a uh, established uh, process, uh, established lever by which we can uh, begin to combat uh, the uh, this insidious, nefarious uh, Talmudic communitarian subterfuge. Uh, as you know, Lark calls it communitarianism, but kind of a 
nebulous term until one takes the time to investigate it. And so, uh, hemp, by the way, Henry Ford, you may or may not remember this, John, um, in, I think, 32, and I saw this originally in a documentary, Hemp and the Rule of Law. I have I have seen, if you're going to tell me about the Ford motor car that he built completely out of hemp, I have seen it. I've yes. got pictures of it. It's down in Florida at his winter home, down in Fort Myers, Florida. Well, in this documentary, uh, they show two NFL-sized early dudes wailing away with sledgehammers trying to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. <laughs> You're just bouncing off. That's right. And Ford was growing hemp here in Michigan and using the hemp oil as the fuel yep. in, in in that experimental car. Uh, now, there's this guy, Senator Gary Peters of Michigan, formerly the uh, Michigan Lottery Commissioner, uh, and I'm sure a Babylonian Talmudic communitarian. But while he wants to he wants to utilize rural-run airport. See, he, he's seeking federal funding to uh, develop it for the purposes of the likes of the Tesla Motor Company because they want to they want to make the uh, Trois and will run kind of like the epicenter for none other than you know the autopilot smart car technology. How cool is that, man? We. I used and, and 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 I well I don't know how cool it is because I am not a big fan of electric powered cars, and I used to work right. at Willow Run, and you know that that is a pipe dream they've been pushing for a long time. Um, yeah. Phil Posderick, I remember him used to do uh, positively unconstitutional on the network. He got involved in companies that were making electric cars, and I just was sitting there one day and I was shaking my head and I'm going, you know, all that sounds good. I said, but the technology and the batteries, you know, the biggest problem is with the batteries. They're heavy. They're really expensive. And if you want to recharge a car, let me ask you a question. To refill your tank with gasoline or diesel versus pulling in to a slow charge, slows you way down, overpriced electricity to charge up your vehicle, what in the hell is the point? Exactly. You know? And you know what, John? You mentioned... uh natural gas earlier in the pipeline in Alaska. Uh, yeah, the guy that was the Bush pilot, uh, Lindsey Williams, uh, who, who won the confidence of the oil execs because of his ability to maintain uh, proper worker conduct up there. Well, okay, so one day the field agents come in and announce that on Gull Island, uh, like a 500-year reserve of sweet crude oil. Yep, that's that's what Fred. That was what I was referring to earlier. Hey, look, I've got this break. I can't skip it. I've got to take it. Thanks for your call, Fred. Gary, you're up next, and I've got this article I want to cover before I get the heck out of here today. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. 
gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. some breaking news folks from my friend pj coyle over in wales just to let you know that the house of commons has just voted for brexit to proceed on march 31st the vote in the house of commons by the way was 461 to 89 which is automatically negating the supreme court case going on presently over in jolly old so there you have it folks the New World Order's in retreat. We're on the march. God help them. Get out of our way. We're coming. Gary in Arkansas. I'm going to ask you. How you doing? I'm going to ask you to be brief. Okay. I'll try to be brief. Okay. Um, I heard uh, um, a quote by Trump. Uh, Let's make America great again. Uh-huh. I think Mr. Trump and the rest of us need to find America first. Um, The uh, Constitution for the United States of America, the old one, was the Constitution of 
little United Capital States. So they give us this Chinese Rolex knockoff constitution, which is foreign-based corporation, yep. and they changed it. It's now for the United States, and the United is capitalized. Now, there's no maxim in law that if an error in law is not brought before the court and uh, complained about it, uh, it stands as said. So uh, we've got a lot of law learning to do here. Or or unlearning. Uh, Gary, the beauty of this is it's not that complicated. Based on common law, it does a lot. Uh, does away with a lot of legalese. All right, Gary, I, I got to let you go because I got to cover this story, man. I got to do it before we get out of here. And this was uh, I, I did a lot on economics today and what's going on with the world. Um, Zero Hedge in the last twelve months, the editorial boards of the three biggest mainstream media outlets, Bloomberg, the Financial Times, and of course the New York Times, which we're probably going to have to burn that building down have all penned articles supporting the banning of physical cash. The banks have already been moving toward this, folks, as I reported to you earlier. In every circumstance, the argument has been doing that. uh, This would cause, A, help stop crimes such as money laundering or drug dealing, uh, and also generate major economic growth. Now, regarding the first assertion here, Uh, We know this claim is complete bunk. Consider the case in India where the government recently banned all currency denominations above 500 rupees. The argument from the government was that doing this would quickly reveal the most of the money would stay in circulation as part of a black market. Therefore, justifying the move, and obviously the inflection here is those who use cash are criminals. Instead, physical cash is poured into India's banks. They say as we write this, 82% of all physical cash in the denominations that were banned have been deposited. And that was in less than three weeks. I want to emphasize here that 500 rupees comes to roughly $7. And these denominations represent roughly 86% of all of India's cash. Put another way. India effectively banned all physical cash, claiming that the money would remain in the economy because it was being used illegally. And instead, the money went into the banks. So we know the cash bans aren't really about cracking down on crime. India has proved this to be total bunk. And I wished I had more to finish out this story, but I'm out of time. But we'll have more time with you tomorrow. Show commences at 6 p.m. Central Time and ends at 8 p.m., which is just about here. Thanks for being here today, ladies and gentlemen. Back with you tomorrow with another edition of the National Intel Report. Good things are happening, folks. Are you watching? Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? 
Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 